Welcome to Tent Talk, the podcast with Nancy McCrady, where we talk about life under the big tent of God's presence and the provoking process of discipleship. Here we go. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Tent Talk. This is Nancy McCrady. Check out this episode, The Greatest Gig, because serving at the pleasure of our Father is our greatest honor. And this, my friends, is how we want to live life in these days. Check it out, share it, subscribe to Tent Talk so that you don't ever miss an episode, and help us get this message out by sharing it with others. We are in this together. Love you all. Hey, so here we are, and uh, I think I'll just continue from the great gig yesterday, uh, or our previous episode, whenever you may be listening to these and bring to you the quote that I referred to in our episode previously, The Great Gig 1.0, as this is The Great Gig 2.0. And here is that quote. Um, I am reading it from my restoration workbook, which is quite an intensive workbook, Um, And as I'm looking back through it, trying to find the quote, I'm like, wow, this is a lot of great material. I should take this and and uh, redo it and and get it out for people to be able to to access. And uh, so maybe I will do that. Who knows? But here's the quote from John Wesley. It says, Lord Jesus, if you will receive me into your house If you will but own me as your servant, I will not stand upon terms. Impose upon me what conditions you please. Write down your own articles. Command me what you will. Put me to anything you see as good. Let me come under your roof. Let me be your servant. Make me what you will, Lord, and set me where you will. I put myself wholly into your hands. Put me to what you will. Rank me with whom you will. Put me to doing. Put me to suffering. Let me be employed for you or laid aside for you. Existing for you. Exalted for you or trodden underfoot for you. Let me be full, let me be empty. Let me have all things, let me have nothing. I freely and heartily resign all to your pleasure and disposal. Close quote. That, my friends, is quite a pack of words put together. And I never encourage people to say these kinds of things in moments of, you know, ecstasy, spiritual ecstasy. And we say them because they just sound so awesome, don't they? And it is, my friends, that's like the great gig. (laughs) The greatest assignment ever is that you've been assigned to him. And can he do with us whatever he sees fit? whatever would serve his purposes. Now, this is not for the faint of heart. I'm not saying that this um, should be placed before, you know, a baby in Christ who might not fully understand what they're saying. 
but when it is spirit-led, and if you will, spirit-induced, no matter when we would pray it, it is true in the spirit man, it is true, and this is our heart's cry. But oh, what it takes for us to truly say this to him, so that no matter what is happening with another with a brother who is to our right or to our left, no matter what is happening with them, are we truly, truly okay with living the life with him in oneness with him that he has marked out for us with him? Or is there a constant comparison Is it still triggering rejection? Is it still triggering rage that we try to keep under wraps, but it's boiling and brewing? And it's going to break out, my friends. Trust me, it's going to break out. And you will light out to have your own path. If nobody wants me, I'll just light out on my own path. Oh, be careful, my friends. I don't care how much you call that ministry. That's not ministry. You see, this word ministry, sometimes these words like leaders, you know, all of this, it takes on this life of its own. And oh, how it needs to be literally dealt with by the cross. Because this is our life being lived out with the Father. And if he says, let's go, we go. If he says, let's stay home, we stay home. If he assigns us to be ranked with someone, that's great. If not, no one's calling, okay. I mean, I'm not saying that it is automatically okay. I'm saying we are moving towards it truly being okay. And that has to be processed out in us. But I know for me, as I reflect on the four years uh, of Nancy McCready Ministries, and we're getting ready to celebrate that on Tuesday, August 2nd. And therefore, I'm stepping into the very beginning days of the fifth year. And I am saying to him again, just as long as I'm under your roof, in your presence, with you, where I'm to be. He has made it possible for me to say that because I once would have clawed and scraped and performed and been so rankled deep within, I couldn't see straight. Why would they choose you and not me? Why this and not that? And only feeling elated and free when I'm functioning in a particular way. Oh, my, my, my. And I just recently read by uh, a gal out of Australia. Her name is Anita Alexander. I read, it just came out like a day or two ago on her Facebook page on uh, jealousy. And I went back and read it again this morning, and I was like, man, you know, this this has some good content in it and some definitely some good truth. And I would encourage you um, to maybe just take a simple read of that. If you find yourself wondering why are others being used in a particular way and I am not, many times, my friends, we do not truly trust that God is enough and that God has for us all laid out 
everything he's made you dream of, everything he's put within you, all that he makes you hungry for, number one, is him, and all other things have their source in him, and they're for him anyway, aren't they? But do we truly trust that he has? If he's made you dream of it, if he has made you dream of it, if he has prophesied it over you, you do know that it's it's already present and laid out. But the time that it takes for him to get us ready to be willing to be ranked with whoever used in whatever way or not, right? That can, that's what takes a while. That it can truly be whatever it is that you say, Father. You are enough. You see, this is what slayed the enemy, is that for Jesus, the Father truly was enough. Is he enough for you? I'm asking again in myself, is he enough for me? What if I celebrate on Tuesday and on Wednesday, the Father says, let's close it down. You're done. Hmm? What would I do? Would he be enough for me to say, Father, it is closed. Thank you for those four years of life and impact and influence. And uh, now lead me, lead me as you will. It is so easy to say (laughs) until it actually occurs. And then we find ourselves right? Writhing about, you know, it just really rankles us. You know, it means that the cross has still a place to touch that flesh that just cannot find its satisfaction in the Father, in the Son, in Holy Spirit. I've lived through it. I want to believe that, you know, that might not happen again in the future, but I've learned enough to know that there could still be some ranklings to come, but we will address them. We will, right, when I say we, he and I together, we will address that. I don't want to um, believe that I know more than I know, that I'm more mature than I am, but I want to enjoy the fruits of what he's made possible within me. I want you to enjoy the fruits of what he's made possible within you. And do you count him to be the greatest gig of all, being with him? Love you all, my friends. Think on these things. For more information on Nancy, please visit nancymccrady.com or follow her on social media at nbmccrady.com.